Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Okay. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Passion Connected Podcast. We're still talking about boundaries today, and it is going to be an episode on boundaries in marriage. But this is not just for the married people. This is for actually even more so people who are engaged. Because I really think, and I say this later on in the episode, but I really think that it is so important that you pre-think through your boundaries for marriage. Because once you get there, sometimes it's easy to just jump in and say, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, or I'm not going to do this, or not going to do that. And you want to think through while you have a little bit more of the mental freedom, I think, outside of marriage to think through who you are and what you want to go into this marriage like. So, But it is also for the married people to reassess their boundaries and figure out where they stand on things because I think that sometimes we don't actually think of our own sex life and what we actually want and desire. With that being said, let's just jump right into the episode. All right, so boundaries in marriage concerning sex. I feel like I never would have actually thought of this topic before getting married. And I kind of talk about it a little bit later in the episode, but I kind of had this idea that there really wouldn't be boundaries when we got into marriage. Like, of course, the doors just open, like you can just have sex now. So I didn't really have a good concept of my own individual self and what I desired. And we talked a little bit about that in last episode, how to work through your own beliefs and your own desires and dreams and boundaries concerning sex. But it applies more than just your individual self. It applies in marriage as well. The number one thing that I thought of when I was thinking through marriage and boundaries with sex is what does it look like? It looks like unity and individuality at the same time. But first and foremost, the caveat that I have is you don't have to be ready for anything. If you're anything like I was, it was this idea that sex is just open. It's just everything now. Like we can do whatever we want. And and I also kind of have to do whatever is asked or whatever is expected. Not that I was always asked specific things, but it was just this idea of like, okay, we have sex now. Like there's expectations for that. There is nothing that says that when you get married, all of a sudden you have to be ready for sex, that you have to be ready to do everything sexually. You don't have to be comfortable, though you should aim to work on that. Like you want to be comfortable with yourself and with your partner, but you don't have to be comfortable right away and you don't have to perform. You don't have to do anything specific. You don't have to live up to expectations other than the ones that you create individually and that you create together. When I first got married, there was a lot of traumas I realized I hadn't actually worked through. 
and yet I was forcing myself in the situation uh, for my marriage where I thought that I had to perform or do a certain thing in order to be right with my husband, in order to be a good wife, in order to be this person that I expected myself to be. The funny thing is he wasn't actually asking for me to do any of this stuff. I was the one thinking I need to perform. I need to be a specific way. He was so gracious and so open and so caring. But I had this idea in my mind of what I should do once I had marriage in the bag. What I wish I would have realized is that all of this pressure that I thought I had to put on myself before marriage and things that I had to do or not do, all these expectations that I had before marriage, they don't just go away. I did a decent job, I'd say, working through my own beliefs before I got married. Once I figured out it was something I actually had to do, which I talked about in last episode. But I wasn't perfect at it. And I at least had a semi-clear idea in my head of who I was going to be and who I was. But what I didn't work through is what my boundaries would be after marriage. Obviously, I had no idea to ex- like what to expect for marriage, like what it was actually going to be like. But I still needed to have worked through my expectations and I didn't. My basic underlying beliefs, my basic underlying expectation was that don't do anything before marriage for the most part and be willing to do anything in marriage or after marriage. What the hell? That mindset is so unhealthy. It's it's not even funny. So what is marriage really like? What should boundaries really be like? Do you still have boundaries in marriage? Yeah. Yeah, you do. You are still your own person. You're tied to them. And in so many ways, you are unified. Like that's the point of marriage. But it doesn't mean you lose your identity. You aren't just a married woman now or the married woman. Just that woman over there with the ring. Just that woman over there with a piece of paper. You are still you. You still have a name and a life and a body that is your own. So how do you set up those boundaries? How do you go about that? What should setting up those boundaries look like? Well, number one, do it with confidence. And in order to do it with confidence, in order to set your own boundaries and work through them and figure out what they are going to be and how to apply them, you have to do it with confidence, which means taking time to yourself. You need to process your own boundaries away from your husband away from any other influence. You need to sit down with a journal yourself and figure out, this is where I'm at. This is who I am and this is what I think. And and I want to bring this up in conversation and work through this with my husband. You have to know yourself first and work through those things first in order to present them to him confidently. Because if you go into this conversation without confidence and you're just like, well, I just don't know how I feel, he can be really helpful in helping you work through those things, but he's going to have his own things and beliefs and ideas that he's going to bring into it. And if you don't know what you think, you are more likely to just be like, okay, yeah, whatever. And then what's going to happen down the road is it's going to be like, oh, I actually wasn't okay with that, with us not doing this thing. I'm not okay with that. Or with us going ahead and doing this thing, I'm, I'm not okay with that. Because you let that influence come in without adding yourself to the equation. 
I like to think of a unified marriage as two people coming together, themselves coming together and and agreeing and becoming a unified person, a unit, but with these two beautiful individual parts. And if you don't know what you think and you're not confident in it, you're not bringing your individual part to the table. And so then it's not unity. It's just, I don't even know what it is, like a flippant decision. I don't know. Just his side of things. Or if he doesn't bring himself confidently to the table, just your side of things. And that's even one of the things that I've brought up with Kyla before is that I have asked him specifically for him to go and take time and work through his own beliefs before bringing them to me. There's a lot of times where we'll be having a conversation and I'll say, hey, I would like for you to think about this. Like, don't say anything yet. Like we're in the middle of this conversation and I've presented what I think to you and I don't want you to say anything yet because I want you to go think through it so that when you come back to me, we have both of our sides and we can come together. And that applies so much to sex. He has to know what he thinks. You have to know what you think. And then you can come together both confidently. And in that, then you can both be more confident moving forward together. You can both have this sense of like, we know where we're going. We know what we think. So that's number one, go into it with confidence. Number two, go into it with grace. You are a unified team now. And when presenting your boundaries that you have worked through for yourself to your spouse or future spouse or wherever you're at, you need to do it with grace and with love and with a willingness to hear their side of things. This does not negate the confidence. I don't want you to think that this is like, oh, hey, well, she just said, you know, I need to be confident. There's a difference between being confident and being like rigid on stuff. Be confident, but willing to hear the other side. If he has a different opinion, be open to listening to that. Because when you listen, then you guys can come together and you can work on it together. If you come with these boundaries that you're like, I'm confident, this is who I am, this is how things are going to be, and you don't have grace with it, then all you're doing is just putting your boundaries on him and saying, this is it. This is where I stand. It doesn't matter what you think. This is who I'm going to be. And that's not fair. That's not what you agreed to in marriage. You agreed to work as a team. So come into it with grace. It allows you to build that love and work together and grow love and intimacy together. And number three, go into it with flexibility. There were things that I should have made boundaries for in the early stages of my marriage that I didn't. And for my own emotional and mental health, I should have had those boundaries and I just didn't think to do it. I didn't think to go through it. And I just thought I'll just push through this. And I wasn't really assessing my own self. I wasn't seeing some of the telltale signs of, oh, I'm not actually okay with this. And I'm really struggling. I should have made those boundaries. And on the flip side, there are boundaries that I've made that I have changed down the road and said, that's not the same boundary anymore. That's not how I feel anymore. That's not what I think. I am okay with this or I'm not okay with this or whatever it is. And I had to change those boundaries. We are growing 
and flexible human beings. We have to remain flexible and open to things if we want that growing to continue. If we want to keep getting better and better and better and more aligned with ourselves and with our beliefs and with who we're meant to be and who we were and who we are, we have got to be flexible. I'm not saying compromise your boundaries or your beliefs or your relationship. I'm just saying that you have to go into this with a flexible mindset of I'm confident now in the decision that I've made, but I'm flexible that if there was more information to come in or if there was more healing to come in or if something about this situation were to change, I'm flexible to reassessing. I am flexible to opening myself up to this discussion with an idea of he might say something that, you know, changes the game and I need to rethink through it. Just check in with who you are, who you want to be in the future and who you were and know that you don't have to be this rigid person who has made this boundary and this is the boundary for life. We change, we grow. My kids are a testament to that. We change and we grow. (laughs) So if you want help working through your beliefs and being able to present yourself confidently to your spouse or to your fiance or to whoever you're dating or in a relationship with, I do have a PDF where you can work through designing your own sex life. You can, it's just a few journal prompts for you to be able to ask the right questions of, What do I think? What do I feel? What do I believe? Where do I stand? What's in the way of where I stand? A lot of those sorts of things. So if that sounds helpful to you, go into the show notes. There's going to be a link there to a PDF that you can download. It'll be sent to you in an email. And the email will also contain a video just to help you get in the right mindset and start working through those sorts of things. Also, if you are a dating or engaged person who is ready to start their sex life off with a bang. I have opened up my course. It is ready for pre-sale. It has everything you need to get an amazing start to your sex life. It is everything that I can't cover here in the podcast. We cover a lot of things, but this is going to be the real, real in-depth work. And it is open for pre-sale now. Pre-sale will close at the end of December and the course will open at that point and I will be working with those individuals and helping them get aligned with who they are get ready for the most amazing sex of their life and and or reworking their sex life and so I really hope to see you guys in there if you want to know more go ahead and look in the show notes and check out the page for that if you have any questions go ahead and shoot me an email I'll have that email also in the link in the show notes And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.